currently 63 degrees now in Danville, 71 in Roanoke and Salem, 65 in Bedford, 69 in Lynchburg, 66 in Appomattox. We're all over the place. We are. But we're here in the studios. Indeed. Of the Morning Jam. It is 7.06. Marco Gabbroth joining us. And we're so glad to have you in. Uh, how you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, making Thanks it official. He came in a little early, so we talked to him in the last break. But uh, Janet had some things she wanted to address specifically with you, Marco. Well, um, one of the things that we're seeing just an awful lot of right now is uh, is we're seeing these threats into the into the schools. Mm-hmm. And we had that situation at Glass um, mm-hmm. earlier in the week right. where, um, I mean, they were, footage was getting out of the school. Fast, yeah. Really, really quickly. It's amazing people that will record instead of worry about their personal safety. Mm. It's it, amazing. It kind of blew yeah. my mind. Yeah. What were your thoughts about that yeah. whole thing? Well, it appears that LPD made a uh, and Lynchburg City Schools made an uh, an amazing response to that. I was impressed with just you, just you know I haven't heard anything out, outside of what I saw in the news, but it looks like LPD responded to that uh, exactly timely. how they should have. Oh, timely, aggressively, thoroughly. Yeah. So hats off to them. But um, when I first saw it, I thought, well, here we're going to have a copycat. We're going to have the next couple of days. We'll have a lot of bomb threats. Or a lot of threats of you know violence or whatever, but and and it is because the next couple of days we mm-hmm. had a bunch of them yesterday. It's it's very predictable, yeah, isn't it? It is. It's very predictable. We just have to make sure we didn't don't get into a normalcy bias, right? But, so there's when when we talk about active shooter, there's a 13 day copycat period that we've mentioned mm. on the show before. Mm-hmm. 13 day copycat copycat period. Well, this is the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to have that 13 day copycat period. So the first day at EC Glass started the 13 days. Yesterday we had threats, so now we've restarted the 13 days yesterday. Oh, so there could be more training. But what we have to be careful about is that a, a student or a predator doesn't take it to the next level and say, rather than a threat, I'm actually going to make an attack. Right. So we have to use in within the. We should always use due diligence in our schools, churches, business facilities. But within that 13 day copycat period, we got to pay attention and use a lot more due diligence. Than we normally would because this is the time where something could pop up it could also be somebody testing the system how is lpd going to respond how quickly do how they quickly respond? how are they going to mm-hmm. do it let's check these other schools they made an arrest i guess on the one yesterday a girl had done the threats but we have to make sure that it's not a big picture of somebody testing the system mm-hmm. there's been a there's a platte canyon high school in bailey colorado the guy tested the system before this attack uh, and it wasn't an active shooter. It was a sexual assault that occurred with three, four girls mm. in a classroom that ended up in a homicide. Uh, and, uh, and we had to make sure he, he tested the system for four days. Wow. Uh, and then finally made the attack. Uh, there was a, a. I mean, that's beyond premeditated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. an active shooter in Texas, uh, a kid that fired a shotgun in the, in the uh, school parking lot early in the morning three days setting up a normalcy bias with the school resource officer uh, and the principal right and then on here the four- we go again yeah and then on the fourth day when the attack occurred their normalcy bias was that it's just somebody else riding by throwing a firecracker backfiring a, you know backfiring a car or shooting a gun across the street uh and it was actually the attack so where are these kids because they were kids Right. Where, where are they getting these ideas? How are they figuring out, I've got to do this and this and this? Yeah. I'll do air quotes. Nobody can see me on the radio, but air quotes are, it's cool to do. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's within their texting world and within their world, it's cool to do. I disrupted school today. Right. It's, it's not like when we grew up, you know, the older gener- generation group, you wouldn't do this. But I'm talking about laying the groundwork, yeah. going to all that trouble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. like, 
and you can get a you can get a track phone and when you get a track phone one of these disposable phones mm-hmm. from Walmart right. you can assign yourself with an out of state phone number ah. uh, it's not hard to do so they oh, were yeah. saying on the news that makes sense. It's, it's from an well, out of state caller especially at that age i mean yeah it's they, from an out of state caller and you're only talking about a $25 investment right you pick what state you want to be from right. and so you make a phone call to somebody and say, oh somebody from missouri is calling me right. no they're not they're right down the street from you it's, sure. it's the assigned phone number yeah so it could be a local call but uh it you know, then they do these dares. Hey, I dare you to, I dare you to call in something like this. Mm-hmm. But mm. we got to get parents to communicate. We got to get schools to communicate. Police need to be on that communication. Let's look at our children's social media and let's yeah. find out who's doing this. And and it's not cool to do it. So let's let's talk about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about from the standpoint of a parent, a grandparent, right, uh, or or anyone who has any ear of of a young person yeah Mm -hmm. what kind of conversations do we need to be having because we want our children to be prepared we don't Mm -hmm. want to scare them right but we want them to be you know empowered and confident Mm -hmm. when things like this happen right what kind of conversations do we need to be having number one put the phone down Hmm. That phone is going to do you no good when, let's talk about active shooter, that phone is going to do you no good when there's a predator there under predatory violence there to kill you. That's that's in an active shooter now, situation. Now, you're not saying don't text and let us know something's going on. Um, that's They have these alert systems in colleges where if there's an active shooter, then they're going to alert everybody for their cell phone. I'm not 100% on board with that because I don't want to draw people to their cell phone. I want the okay. cell phone to be used only for the shooter is right here yeah. or 911. Right. That phone should be only used to stop that shooter or to get help. Right. But people go to social media, they go to the video. Wow. Put the phone in your pocket and concentrate on what's getting ready to come through that door to right. kill you. Right. And, and it sounds horrible to say that, mm. especially early in the morning, but predatory violence is just that. They these predators that do these violent attacks they plan this for days, weeks, months, years. Sure. They're there for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. And we have to concentrate on on everything I can do to win the fight against that person. Right. And, and filming look, is not the, one of them. We had the, the, this conversation. Uh, they're difficult conversations. Yes. But you, you talk to your child, or hopefully you talk to your child about what happens if the house catches on fire. Right, right. You talk to them about, you know, what's their driving? What do you do right. if your car breaks down? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk to uh, to your, your or I talk to my daughter about if you experience a sexual assault mm-hmm. uh, or even, you know, as when she started going places by herself, you pay attention to your surroundings. You keep your head out of your phone. Right. Mm-hmm. You keep your head up. You walk confidently. Right. Don't you, look like a soft target. Right. You present yourself as a hard target. If if you're if you're walking through the parking lot and you're and you've you're you're buried in your phone. Right. You're not paying attention. As the bad guy, I'm going to look at that person and say, that's a soft target. Right. They're not worried about their personal safety, which tells me they probably won't fight me. Mm-hmm. But that female, we'll say female, that female that's walking fast with her head on a swivel with a purpose, I'm not going to attack her because she's probably going to fight mm-hmm. because she's got her personal safety in mind, in mind she's right. looking around and same sure. thing even when you're driving your car get right. your head out of your phone that's right young woman you might be being followed that's right i mean it, yeah, it yeah. has happened yeah 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 we i have... had it happen when i was younger my daughters had it happen yeah. mm-hmm. it happened yeah mm-hmm. and i don't i don't I'm, I'm careful that i always say i don't like to teach fear or paranoia but we need no, to have the but... education confidence right. and skill 
to keep ourselves at an attack. The best way to win an attack is not being one in the first place. Right. <laughs> and a lot of these attacks yeah. can be avoided by situational awareness and, and living in that zone of the, we have to realize attacks are a reality. Right. They occur every day. Sure. And we just have to realize that. Live our lives. Keep going to the concert. Keep going to the movies. Keep going out to eat. Sure. But just have your head up and, and be aware of what's going on. And the thing about it is, um, I, I've got three children. All of them mm-hmm. are different. Right. Um, some of us are better. We it it comes na- my mark. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is comes natural to him. Yeah. He's constantly watching. Right. His surroundings. Right. He's constantly watching people. Mm-hmm. Um, you have observing to. people, yeah. but it comes natural to him. Right. For somebody like me, it's it's more of a I, I have to be I have to remind myself. Yeah. yeah. To do that. Right. And bad guys will send out pre-attack indicators. Body language, mm-hmm. positioning. That's a huge one that we that I teach in, in some of my a lot of my classes is look at that body language. Mm-hmm. There's a whole the facial expressions, where the hands are, how they're standing, are they fidgeting with what's in their pocket? Um, because that could be a knife or a gun. Mm-hmm. But there's a there's you can you can look you can save yourself from a lot of trouble by just looking at somebody's body language. We call it profiling. It's not profiling based on uh, skin color or where they come from in the world. Right. It's based on that gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what I was just getting ready to say. Right. Teach your children to listen to their gut. Right. And help them know that you listen to your gut. And if you're uncomfortable, mm-hmm. it's fine. And I would tell Mike, Mike, we had safe words with my kids. Yeah. If they were out at a party or something, right. you know, and you're ready to come home, it doesn't matter if the reasoning makes right. sense. You call me, you ask me this question, and then you, you yeah. tell them that yeah. mom says you have to come home and I'll come and get you. You always encourage your kids to listen to their gut yes. and not be afraid to be embarrassed yep. or feel stupid. Yep. Or God gave us that ability. He gave us the reason. hairs on the back of the yep. neck and the hairs right. on the arm and the gut feeling when they stand up. Everybody can profile people and everybody does threat assessment. I'm In my active shooter centers, I just got back from out of town mm-hmm. and I asked the whole group, who's done threat assessment before? Nobody raises their hand. Mm-hmm. Well, we've all done threat assessment. On your first day in first grade or preschool, you're nervous. It's a brand new school. Mm-hmm. You don't know anybody in there. Sure. You walk in and you do threat assessment. Mm-hmm. You look at the teacher. Is she or he? Is he or she nice? All right. Mm-hmm. What's on the walls? Does the, do the do the posters on the wall present this as a nice, caring teacher? Mm-hmm. Where are my friends? Where's my assigned seat? That's threat assessment. Yeah. Right. We've been doing True. it since we've been in preschool. Yeah. Right. And people say, no, I, I haven't ever done it. Yeah, you do it every day. Mm-hmm. When you, you go you to change don't... lanes in your car. When you that's go on your assessment. first date. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> That's, That's exactly what's going on. Absolutely. All right. We're going to come back uh, with with more on this. You've got some uh, classes coming up. Mm-hmm. Do yep. you not? We'll talk about those okay. in, uh, in just a little bit. And a conversation I had yesterday with some of your students at lunchtime. It was interesting. Excellent. 717 Marco Gabbarth in the studio right now from T4 Tactics. You can check him out at T, the number 4 tactics.com. Find out when he is going to be doing a class. We have some discounted uh, ways to see Marco on our Insane Radio Deals site. Go to InsaneRadioDeals.com and you can find out what you could get at a very nice discounted rate. Thanks, Marco, for being with us. We'll be right back. All right. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb.
kind of been a dream sequence here on the Morning Jam. <laughs> Dreamweaver Gary Wright. It's Huge always a hit. dream when we have Marco in. Well, this is true. He's so dreamy with those. <laughs> Our dream guest. I want to know what this guy bench presses. <laughs> and you know what? I don't lift heavy anymore. Anymore. I just do it to maintain. When you get to 56 years old, right. you get smart enough. And it's like, you know what? I'm not lifting heavy anymore because right. it starts to hurt. Just to keep the tone. Yeah. Though, yeah. You and just, you start to, you know, years lift, of Maybe lifting Maybe you heavy. should tell my husband that as he just yeah, uh, he messed his busted, a, busted nope, a new tendon. it's not worth it. And, and I lifted heavy most of my life. Right. And I kind of pay for it now. Right. You got aches and pains. It's from lifting heavy. Sure. So I just I just do it to maintain now. Yeah. Okay. Keep my sanity. Sure. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, yeah, it is a good way to work off some yeah. stress. So we do have uh, Marco Galbraith in with us today. He's with uh, T4 Tactics. Of course, he started his career in uh, Miami. He was a police officer there. Um, give us your credentials there. From, uh, Daytona from Beach. Daytona yep. Beach. Sorry. Um, retired from down there. Uh, born and raised in Daytona. Retired from down there. And then I started teaching. Uh, I found the need, unfortunately, for active shooter response training. Mm -hmm. So I started that, doing that about 12 years ago. And you travel all over the country. Yeah, I, I'm different the way I deliver it because I, I'm getting ready to go out to Buffalo, New York next week to, oh, wow. to that grocery store. Oh, wow. But I, yeah. I, don't, I don't get my information from the media or train the trainer classes. It's straight from primary source information so i'll i'll go find the police officers that work that case mm -hmm. and uh and i'll find the victims do you find because you're former police they'll it's open easier. up to you it's easy if you can talk the talk and walk yeah. the walk it's easy. they'll they'll open up for me and i know what to say when i walk in there mm -hmm. um so it, it does help out with my former career hey before we jump back in can you just give me 30 seconds on why things are working in miami they have the lowest murder rate since what 1933 something like mm -hmm. that. that that mayor is kicking you know what yeah, yeah. you got to get tough you got to get tough and and what we're seeing what the opposite of what we're seeing in chicago is there's no consequence mm -hmm. for for crime right and we're we actually we're seeing that in in all the ma a lot of the major cities in this right. country is there's no consequence so if i see somebody that does a violent crime and they're out an hour or two later right. i'm going to go do a violent crime sure yeah, why not I, there's no consequence there's no right. well we yeah. were told uh, based on what happened during the george floyd stuff uh -huh. police would swarm situations yeah. and said not here take right. it to another town that's right, right. That, oh, and, yeah. and it worked and they will because it's the same thing with the gun free zones right you know these cowards don't want to go somewhere where there's right. resistance where there's yeah. resistance they don't i went in do yesterday that. to uh to get my tsa pre-checked uh pre-checked renewed mm -hmm. yeah and it was a, a business in roanoke and this huge sign on the door that says no weapons or firearms allowed and my first thought is walk in there and say if you're not going to allow me to have my firearm in a place that does drug testing mm -hmm. right. you're not going to and people get bad news right. if you're not going to let me have my firearm then where is your armed security how <laughs> right. are you going to protect me right. in a day like today right mm -hmm. so like you just said janet it's they've those those signs are green lights they for are. active shooters they, because they know says, Come nobody on. has a gun in there bring it mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. yeah well, one of the things that uh, that I was I was talking to some some ladies yesterday I had a wonderful lunch uh, with them. They've taken your classes. They were talking about you know how they had had their concealed permit for mm. probably ten years, but had never really taken a class. One of them had never been to a range before. Yeah, I find uh, that a lot. And until uh, she came came to see you and uh, we were talking about some of the things that you go through mm -hmm. uh, in that as a concealed carry uh, gun owner you just need to be more protected right now yeah uh, visa mastercard american express are all starting to categorize gun store sales separately mm -hmm. now yeah glenn beck predicted this yeah a couple of years ago yeah. and everybody thought he was nuts yeah yeah uh, so they've all announced their plans to separately categorize this 
Um, and uh, they would apply, they say, the International Organization for Standardization's new merchant code. And I, I don't know where this information is is going. Mm-hmm. Um, it signals uh, uh, a, a trend for them to, to try to, they say, track suspicious quantities of firearm sales. I mean, what does that mean? What's a suspicious quantity? Right. Do well, you think this is a, a, a good idea? No, it's or, an infringement on, on, it's an infringement of our rights. It's mm-hmm. a violation of privacy. We have a right. constitutional right to privacy, mm-hmm. and I think we're losing that with this. Right. Um, it, it's nobody's business if I buy a gun or if I buy ammo or a holster online, use my credit card. So now well, we'll they're, just they're using the fact that some of these recent shooters use credit cards to buy their weapons and their ammo, and that's why we need to stop this. Yeah, yeah. So if they buy cash, it's okay. You know, I mean, it's just it. it all it is is it's, it's to go after people like the three of us. Right. Um, they want to monitor what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an attack on conservatives. Well, and and the other thing is, if if I go to a gun shop and I buy a, a large gun safe, which is pretty expensive, right? Yes. That would be considered a, a large purchase, right? Or if you buy a range, you buy a range bag to carry on a plane with no gun in it. You may not even be a gun owner, but you like the range bag, right? You know, or, or the way it looks. It's got an American flag on it, sure. or whatever. It's that's going to be a gun sale. A gun, yeah. I um when I was when I got my TSA renewed yesterday for pre-check, mm-hmm. I was curious as why I had to go to Roanoke to be randomly selected. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the TSA web- website. The only reason you can do it online unless you've had a name or address change. And I haven't had either. But I got selected to go over and get fingerprinted and photographed. Isn't oh. that isn't that amazing? Hmm. I'm sure it was just, you know, yeah. no big deal. So who's no. communicating with who and why did I have to go over there physically when... When they tell me... Uh, Not because of what you do. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Well, mm-hmm. uh, and let's talk a little bit about, you know, what we can do to protect ourselves as as gun owners. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some companies out there uh, that can help us in yeah. that regard. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, there's three really good companies that can help uh, and get you legal protection. And you, you need to think about... People need to think about more than just, okay, I got my concealed permit. That's it. Um, but we need some type of legal protection we offer that at the office through a through a second third party vendor um i don't sell it but but we do make it available but it's legal protection for any self-defense you got to have that it's affordable it's around mm-hmm. summer start at 108 dollars a year and some go up to 150 400 a year yeah uh, there's different levels but we also have to make sure that we continue to shoot shooting is a perishable skill we started doing ladies night because i primarily i run into ladies that i've taught the class with the concealed permit class or firearm safety class. Are you carrying concealed? Have you been shooting lately? No. Why? I'm scared. Mm. But when they leave my class, they're giving me high fives. They're confident with their gun. They're right. comfortable. Then they stop shooting mm. and now they're not even carrying it because they got scared again of their gun. Or So we started doing that and we go over fundamentals of shooting. You have to have already had a firearm safety class mm-hmm. because if not, it's, gonna, it's putting it's, the cart yeah. before the horse. Sure. Yeah, but we'll go over, uh, just the other night we had when we went over an hour of fundamentals of shooting, grip, stance, aiming, mm-hmm. uh, all the stuff you need to fire the gun. Then we went to the range and put it to some some practice. And uh, What are your thoughts on dry, dry fire practice? I, I, think, it's, I think it's good. Um, there's, these, there's laser, you know, fire and dry fire practice. It's good, but nothing is going to replace the range. I, yeah. I hear people saying, well, I, I dry fire practice in my basement all the time. 
that's fine, but you're not getting the recoil. Right. Well, that's, you're not that's getting what the I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You're not getting the heart rate up there right. of yeah. actually going to the range. Sure. Um, we do a, a exercise with a target where I have you hit the far right of the target, far left in the middle, and there's numbers on the target. And I'll mm-hmm. say three shots on two, four shots on five, two shots on six. That's making you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I get these people that are hitting a great grouping of a bullseye, mm-hmm. and I start throwing something like that at them where they have to listen to me, remember what I said, and then hit those numbers right. with those specific rounds. And it throws them. They're all over the place. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do at 180 beats per minute when somebody's attacking you? You're going to start throwing rounds. Yeah. Sure. So you got to practice. Shooting is a perishable skill. You've got to practice. Interesting. Marco, thank you so much for joining us. You want to find out more about Marco Galbraith and the classes he offers. Um, what's your next class coming up? Uh, well, the next event we're having is at Beulah Baptist Church. It's on October 8th from 8 to 1. It's free for area church safety teams. Okay. We're going to do de-escalation techniques and we're going to do uh, tactical training. You have to be a church team. You can't come in as an individual. Okay. This isn't active shooter training. It's it's something to do to to, to make the safety teams that are already up, in existence yeah, yeah better. Okay. okay. And it's good networking. I, w- I want the church safety teams in the area to network with each other. The letter <laughs> T, the number four, tactics.com. That's it. That's where you white need chocolate. to go. I'm going <laughs> to throw you all both a curve right here. Got yeah. about 30 seconds. Um, I have a story coming up about roundabouts. Can uh-huh. you hang on just for that? <laughs> Absolutely. Because you went to what town that has the most? Carmel, Indiana. Oh, And Lord. you have your... 100% roundabout. Mark Lamb's idea of purgatory. <laughs> so Marco's going to stick around just for that fun part. Thanks uh, for joining us for the serious part. We're going to get a little bit more light, uh, lighthearted here in just a minute. Kimberly McBroom bringing us some news as well. She's got some stories coming out that are just going to blow your mind. The MS-13 murder in 2017. Early voting information as well. Thanks for being with us on this Thursday. Currently 61 degrees in Danville. We have uh, 59 degrees in Lynchburg right now. Uh, we have 67 in Appomattox. Man, temperature's just going I know. right on up there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Janet but, stepped out for a minute and she walks I, back in. Literally, She's not even in the seat yet. It's currently 16. I'm like, wow. <laughs> She's a professional. <laughs> Holy cow. I, I mean, I, pull I, that off. I still don't know, you know, how I got the good fortune of working I know, with her. not even sat down yet i it know she's given the, the fun the funny the, the funny thing is when when i was i was working at a, a radio station that will be remain you know nameless name and frequencyless at, at this time right, right and uh and the salespeople who were not supposed to come into the studio uh-huh. while we were on the air uh, would come in and there was one that was constantly keeping things stirred up Mm-hmm. And we would just be having, we would just be going at it. And, you know, I would just be like, and don't be coming in here while I'm on the air. Cause I'm gonna go. And good afternoon. We have a <laughs> transition right over into it. And oh, and then they would look at you and go, Psycho. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. For, for, for a big enough, large amount of money, Janet gave me an air check. <laughs> Yeah. Of uh, actually, she wasn't on the air, but it was one of her old colleagues, uh-huh. right? And she they were recording commercials, and he kept dinking with her, and and Janet goes off on him, right? And he hands her that as a Christmas gift. It's right. a box with a cassette in it, and it's her going off <laughs> oh, big no. time on him. Well, because he couldn't run any of the equipment himself, right? So anytime he had to record something, and and I was a kid then, right? I mean, right. I yeah. Was yeah. Super... You could, and she still had that Southern twang oh, thing yeah. going on, yeah. and that well, was probably and, old school and, equipment. And he would make me mad, right? And, and the accent would get even thicker, right? Right. Right. You know. So yeah. for a small price, I could make that available <laughs> right. online.
Stop. Okay. Anyways, stop Appomattox. It. Everybody knows if you've listened to any length of time, you know I'm a NASCAR fan. Appomattox football coach Doug Smith has inspired his community uh, throughout his battle with cancer. Now NASCAR owner Sam Hunt and driver Jeffrey Earnhardt, which is a relation to the Earnhardts, are taking Smith's method, message of faith and hope to a national stage. Thanks to the Martin Truex Foundation at Advent Health, drivers are teaming up and honoring cancer heroes at this weekend's race at Texas Motor Speedway. The Xfinity team owner, Sam Hunt, uh, Smith's son-in-law, nominated the Appomattox coach, uh, and he's going to be part of it. So it gives me another reason to watch the uh, the championship, the first of the tw- round of 12 happening this weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. Oh, Lordy. Uh, Roanoke Police Department. They say they have taken a 14-year-old girl into custody on a petition for threat by writing or electronic message to kill or do harm for the threats made on William Fleming High School staff and students. Mm. She could face a Class 6 felony. Uh, release says the girl's being transported to Roanoke Valley Juvenile Center. Uh, they have issued a warning to students that reads as follows. Reminder to our Roanoke City Public School students, your words have consequences. Things you say or text can hurt and scare others. There can be serious repercussions. These are not funny jokes. If your words are alarming enough to rise to the attention of law enforcement, you could face misdemeanor and or felony charges. These are consequences that will follow you for the rest of your life. Remember to take a step back and think before you say something or send a message you might regret. Even if they reduce that to a misdemeanor, she's ruined her life. Mm. With, she has. with that single threat, right. she has ruined the opportunity to have anything with a security background or mm-hmm. any, probably any credible job. It, she's done right. from one simple, foolish, stupid, foolish. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. She's she's unfortunately that's probably going to affect her for the rest of her life. And with this goes back to what we were saying mm-hmm. um, in the last half hour. Have these conversations mm-hmm. with your yep. children. Absolutely. And people say, oh, she's a juvenile. It'll be erased at 18. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not on her criminal record, but it can be found in a background check when she goes for a job. I know that because I sit on these police oral boards and it right. comes up that stupid mm-hmm. things you did when you were 15. Right. It doesn't go away. And friends. it can also show proclivity towards mm-hmm. things. Like, uh, you know, that, that's not normal. If no, you're right threatening right. To, to hurt people. and That's kill, a that's, warning flag. It, that is definitely a flag yeah. on the field. Well, well, this isn't normal either because it didn't have these, the world didn't have these back in biblical times. You don't know this. Well, I don't think so. Well, I, you, I, I, I'm pretty sure because it's not in the Bible. Do you know? Drivers in Central Virginia region have seen several roundabouts going in recently. Yes. Latest <laughs> here on Lakeside Drive that I have to drive through every morning. The, the Insurance Institute of Highway Safety says roundabouts, this is BS and this is editorial speech, by the way, says roundabouts are safer than regular intersections due to the turn in the Road. All right, I'm going to go ahead The turns and put make them. drivers slow down. I don't think so because you haven't gone through the same circles that I have. They're not slowing down. They are they are dive bombing. Okay. Do, 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 All right. Do, do, Here we go. She's checking my pulse, people. I am a little bit. We need we need that music start to play that when you're on hold with somebody. <laughs> yeah. Calm down. It causes people to slow down. They haven't seen the drive circles that I've been around. I I no said pun intended, off the around air. There. I literally got flipped off. I was in the circle. Yeah. And you, I'm like, you had the right away. I'm in the circle. Right. You have it. You're you're supposed to be yielding. Right. Why are you flipping me off? Yeah. Yeah. It makes people well, very angry. Well, they do what I call dive bombing, and they right. hit it at 60 miles an hour. I'm sitting far away from Mark, so he can't throw. He can't. He can't. You throw something, but he can't reach me. But <laughs> from a traffic, my last six years, I was a traffic sergeant. Okay. Not okay. Large of all the traffic, so. 
I know that traffic intersections that are that have lights are about five hundred thousand dollars to set up. Wow! Uh-huh. And so when the power goes out or there's a storm, mm-hmm. that intersection's down. It becomes dangerous. So a roundabout is a lot less expensive. Mm-hmm. And if people, especially just, in the long run, that's right. When you enter the roundabout, just look for yield signs. If you right. got a yield sign, you need to look to the left. If you don't, you just keep going. You know, it's basic. Right. But, but in the in, when you think about how um, with with cost and keeping that intersection flowing, if there's a bad storm or power outage, it makes sense. But yeah. though I was in Carmel, Indiana, and that's I would I don't think I saw an intersection with a traffic light. It's all roundabout. I know. If you look at Google Earth, yeah, right, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, mm. but people knew it. You know, it's right. residents that are there. They know it. It's flowing smoothly. But uh, 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 one yeah. of our truck drivers said, "You try try driving a tractor trailer through one of those. Yeah, if you can, that wouldn't be fun. No, I well, think. the thing right. was, I was on the phone, hands free, by the way, yesterday, right. talking to Janet. I said, just fussing. Gosh, a guy yeah. almost t boned." A Camaro right just now in front of me. Right. He just went right into the circle, and the Camaro was already in the circle. Clueless. Well, I will tell you, most of our listeners like them. Yeah. And they they do. I mean, you see by the text. At the roundabout, take the second exit. I'm like, wait a second. What, I know. what are you talking about? There's no exit on a roundabout. Well, well, yeah. Let is. me ask you a technical, logistical question. Uh-huh. Have you been in the new one and have you gone both ways? Because I swear, when you go over the bridge coming into the circle. It's not finished, though, it, is I know it? it's not finished. Why in the hell did they open it then? <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. It, 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 it's suspect on what's Sorry, going on. Mom. What I see in that one, is that one's not designed don't well. Know how to do it? Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't. They don't know how to enter it and and the proper yield to give. Right. Yeah, but uh, it's yeah. I think if people understand how it works and they get used to it, it goes smoothly. Okay. The person to my left, you know, gets mm-hmm. the right away. Yeah, yeah. And right. I got to stop and. Yeah. And I got to keep, I, I don't stop at the yield side unless there's a car there, but you'll have nobody in that circle and somebody will come up to that yield sign and three stop. o'clock in the morning and stop. Right. right. Well, that's not what it's for. You sure. keep going. Right. And I got behind a lady on Fifth Street. Do you? Oh, this one's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm listen, a little anxious. Listen, I know. I know. So, I listen to this one. <laughs> I got behind this lady and she was from Lynchburg. Yeah. She's about 35. She, yeah. I mean, she's not an old lady by any stretch right. of imagination. Had a little, had the little LYH thing on the back. So I knew she was from Lynchburg. Yeah. Or I assume she was. And she stops at the like it's a stop at sign. the inlaid oh brick. Goodness. And, wow. and, and so she stops. Oh, yeah. No, that's this at the she one. Stops that's at, at the real one. Yeah. She stops at the traffic circle, like it's a stop sign, mm-hmm. backing traffic up. There's a guy sitting at the bus bench just kind of shaking his head going, I don't know what's going on. Wow. Finally, she goes. People are like honking. She goes. She gets to the next intersection, right. which has a stamped out circle that kind of mimics the traffic circle right. and tries to drive around it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, it's like a dot. You drive wow. over this one. Are you, what are you doing? Wow. We and the just guy don't at the bus bench who's them. never had a driver's license just shaking his head. It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> like, what's I don't happening. know what to do. Yeah. But those are the people that when they see one traffic cone on the side of the road, they slam on the brakes. Oh, wow. You know? It, um, <laughs> mm. Well, my gosh. Have you counted the number? I'm going to do it today. We could Dang talk it. for four hours on traffic I mean, stuff. the number of cones, they have depleted all the traffic cones in yes. the city of Lynchburg, Campbell County, Bedford County, and Amherst, just to put the cones up around the, the, the temporary... A thing that's going on they're calling a traffic right, circle on right. lakeside drive okay wow. there's so hundreds of them here we've we've you've generated quite a few texts mark let me share them with are they you for or against the problem with mark and roundabouts is his attitude and going through them <laughs> okay all right there's one thank you um i think mark needs a white bunny so he'll calm down <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh, da- uh, da- will that be dale i think so yeah <laughs> or his um, wife 
uh, Mark, the traffic circles are great. It's the people who don't know how to use them mm-hmm. and don't really care that are so bad. Right. And you drive slow through them. I, okay. Uh-huh. And uh, then our our uh, truck driver said, try driving a tractor trailer through one. They put one at the truck stop in Troutville. Shake oh, my head. Right. Just to get back on 81. I was that there probably yes- wasn't was a great choice. I was just there yesterday, yeah. and there were tractor trailers going through it, and I thought, that's tight. That's yeah. very yeah. tight. Yeah. Especially when it's in a, an area where there's a truck stop. Yeah. How about it's the, a frequent stop. With really inexpensive fuel. How about I, the I, back-to-back yeah. traffic circles on Oddfellows Road? Uh, 866-916-3776. You're on the morning jam. Yeah, the thing on your roundabouts, uh, I think what people, uh, they they are ignorant, they are unlearned and, un, and uneducated of how the word yield applies to them. They they don't understand that word, and if they really understood it, then they then they would practice yielding. And and people, they just they just don't know. They well, you don't know, know what, you what know the what word yield means. You know what the problem? They spelt the word yield wrong. That's right. In the new traffic circle, Kevin, did you realize that they had to change it? Which they spelt which it wrong. Which one is this? The which, new which one. The new about? one on Lakeside Drive. They spelt the word yield wrong. So yeah. no wonder people are confused. I'm dyslexic. It looked just fine to me. <laughs> they, oh, yeah. they also well, don't understand you know, merging. Must, yeah. no, no, they don't. Merging is not a, 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 a something they understand. I will say this, though, uh, Kevin, the guy that flipped me off, he was yielding right. at me really loud <laughs> as I <Yeah>. went by. <laughs> well, Maybe. well, no, what, what he was, what he was, t- he wasn't flipping you off. What he was telling you is that Jay Rose is number one in his book when it comes to the radio world. Oh. <laughs> That's what he's telling you. Okay. Well, she was telling you that. Was she holding her? So was a cop. <laughs> Was she holding was her mic going through? Did she have her microphone on her when she was driving? I don't know. It was a California howdy, I it thought. It was for sure. Hey, thanks, Kevin, for the call. But I'm number one. All right. Oh, okay. Lord. I got it. Hey, Marco, thanks again for being I'm with us, buddy. Here. Yeah. We, we love you much.